Hi, a little heads up, you are about to listen to one of our earlier episodes where we hadn't completely ironed out the format of our podcast, but nonetheless, we had such a great time recording these episodes and still want you to hear these conversations. If you're looking for something a little more structured, feel free to head to episode four and beyond. Enjoy. are and then also talk about why we want to do the podcast with each other. I think that would be great. I think that's perfection. Just give people a little teaser of who we are, just two girls on the internet. Well, yeah, that's the thing is whenever I join a podcast, first of all, the intro itself, I'm like, is it interesting? Is it captivating? Mm -hmm. Do I feel connected to these people? Especially because usually it's like I don't necessarily know the people before I listen to a podcast. Sometimes I'm introduced to people via a podcast and sometimes I know them, you know, like World's First Podcast. Well, like I don't know them personally, obviously. but like like, besties. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I know of them and – and so then it gives me more incentive. But for us, it's like not no offense to you or I, but nobody yeah. knows us. Exactly. We're just two people on the internet who want to share our thoughts with you. But yeah, I totally like, agree with you. And and also um, just two people on the internet who want to start a podcast like every other two people on the internet. <laughs> In the world right now, you know. In the world. So it's like, who are these gals exactly. and why? Like, do I want to listen to them? Do I feel connected to them? For sure. Um, so yeah, I well like my name's Danny and I live in Arizona and I really want to do a podcast for a couple of reasons. One, I really want a more of a regular cadence with you, Cass, especially mm-hmm. because I feel like you live the exact opposite life that is so interesting to me. Like I'm more hunkered down and in a relationship and mm-hmm. There's that part of me that for so long I was single and traveling and just the ultimate freedom. And so I I really like our conversations because there's so many linked experiences in such different lives and lived mm-hmm. experiences that I'm like, oh, it's just – it's such a fun dynamic for me. And I also get to live vicariously through you. I'm not trying to like escape my life, but just saying like, it's a fun – it's a really like, fun not to, not to escape my life. I just love yeah. sharing these experiences with you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm very happy over here, okay? It's just that it is really fun to be like, oh my gosh, you're in the Philippines and now you're in LA and you're thinking of going to Mexico. You know, it's just – it's yeah. so captivating. And, um, and also for – myself when I'm listening to podcasts, I like a blend of people having conversations that feel like something I want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of listening to friends, but then also leaving the podcast feeling like I've learned something or there's been an aha moment or I've felt related to or whatever. So I I don't always get that with the podcast that I currently listen to. Mm -hmm. And it also sometimes when they're really long, like hour long, hour and a half long. It's just kind of like, I don't, I'd love to keep listening, but I don't really have the bandwidth to do that. Then there's other podcasts I want to listen to. So yeah, I feel like this is a nice blend of bite-sized conversations with girlfriends while also feeling like you're talking to like a mentor or a coach or just somebody that you look up to. So that's, that's why I'm excited to do this podcast, especially with you. Oh my God. That warms my heart. And that's how I know you and I are both on the same page. Because I have like similar thoughts and feelings, but I'm Cass. And I also just want to touch on a little bit how we met. So we met mm-hmm. because we worked together at an agency and Danny was my manager. Well, you were my manager, but your official position is very 
Boss Baby, you are – are you COO? Yeah, you are COO, right? Danny the COO. C-double-O. C-double-O. <gasps> Come on, baby. She's a boss. But um, Stay with your we'll, chest. <laughs> we'll get into this like in the future, but I think I'm so happy that our relationship continued on into a personal friendship even outside of work. But I feel the same way where it's like, A, I want to make sure I have more excuses to talk to you and check in with you. And two, I just like leave our conversations feeling so full and so like heard. And I want to share that with people. Like I think similarly to you, the podcast I listen to, I love the ones where it feels like you're talking to a friend or you're listening in to friends speaking to each other. And whether it's an aha moment or it's a moment of kind of like, oh, I feel that. I feel seen mm-hmm. by that like experience. I want to share that with people. I think mm-hmm. that's what I love about any type of content. It's just like wanting people to feel seen, heard, anything that resonates with them. And I agree with you. I think you and I have – we live such different lives, but we share some of the same like thoughts and feelings like in different things. And I think you are a very grounding friend to me where I'm like, I know Danny will tell me how it is. <laughs> in a loving, nurturing way. And she'll you'll also offer me a different perspective that maybe I might not have like thought about, which is really what we all need right now. We need people to like be like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And maybe I can be a gentler, kinder, more intentional human being. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was literally like some experiences that I had during Sober October. I, I a, a lot of what helped fuel me to even want to do that experience was because other people shared their lived experience or their journey. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that kind of stuff is so important to me because I think it can be really isolating. Like the human experience can mm-hmm. be really isolating, not not always necessarily, but I think at times. Mm-hmm. And in those times, I can get really in my head and just feel like things are bad and I'm not doing a good job or I'm struggling Mm -hmm. or I'm behind or I need to change something. And it's just, it can feel so overwhelming and really paralyzing. And even our conversation last week when I was like, I'm overstimulated and I'm going to take a shower, but I still want to have this call with you. That's why I want to show up because likewise, when I have conversations with you, I leave feeling just fulfilled and like my cup has been filled and I, I love, love, love your voice and it's just so comforting to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I, I, um, I think it's important to be able to share our own experiences and sometimes I can get in my head like, well, who's going to care? Why would somebody listen to mm-hmm. this? And it's like, I do that. I listen. Yeah. Like I listen all to the time. You, yeah. fi- you find things all the time on the internet that like you never would have found. And isn't it crazy to think that the things that resonate with you on the internet, those are literal strangers that probably had the uh-huh. exact same thoughts when they were making yeah. that. They were like, this is really so personal and coming from within. And I have no idea if anybody's going to see or care about this. But I think yeah. the fun is in the process anyway yeah. in creating together. Totally. And that yeah. back when I was teaching yoga, that was how I felt. When I was becoming an instructor, I was like, why become an instructor? The world doesn't need one more mm-hmm. yoga instructor. And then I thought about the yoga instructors that I go to and I really appreciate. And if they mm-hmm. never taught, how sad I would be. Because it's yeah. like, yeah, of course there's a lot of yoga instructors, but it's I'm not going to resonate with every yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. So the more people out there, same thing for podcasts. It's like, yes, there is, there's so many podcasts out yeah. there, but it doesn't mean that I will necessarily resonate with each one or that what we're offering is 
100% offered by another podcast yeah. out there. So, and, and also for me, I'm like, it's just a healing thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I really enjoy talking to you and I really yeah. enjoy holding this kind of space. So it's like, if we can just enjoy the process and then have that as an offering for others, like great. Exactly. And if I also truly believe like when you put stuff out there, your people find you, the right people find you. Yeah. You know, this is primarily, I think that's why I was so excited to go into this with you where I'm like, I know that we're both just genuinely excited about it. And I feel like that's the best way to start any sort of project, right? Like not necessarily being driven because you and I both work like in digital marketing. And I Mm -hmm. think sometimes it's easy to think about okay, big picture plans. How are you going to like see this entire project through? What are our KPIs? But like to just do something for the two of us is so exciting and honestly so healing. Yes, exactly. Like again, the whole zero zero expectations, 100% excitement or just the whole zero agenda. And it's not like, you know, we're winging it. We've definitely come up with some topics that we want to talk about and we have a a loose structure of what we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. But I also really like the fluidity and the, the freedom that we keep within it. Like it's it's not yeah. like we have a script in front of us, obviously. It's like, here's a couple Mm-mm. things that we want to touch on and we'll see how this conversation lends itself or navigates itself. Yeah. And that that in and of itself is really good for me to have throughout the day because I do have such a regime and such a routine and such a schedule. So mm-hmm. to have space where it's like, okay, we might touch on a couple of things, but then you have freedom to just play and be yeah. and exist. Like that's exactly. so healing. No, it's the best. Oh, I know. I feel like we should go into a little bit of – if you wanted somebody to kind of get a gist of who Danny is, what would you describe? What like – because I think as humans, we're so used to the first question we ask people being about work. And if it's about work, that's totally cool. But if there's any other identifier that you would rather put out there primarily – what would you say? Oh my gosh. Well, first I'm turning off my AC because she kicked on. And by the way, it's November. Okay. Um, okay my you, you were saying my identifier? Mm-hmm. A one-liner. Oh. Danny. Who's Danny? A nurturer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say Which, that. Like, I mean, even just for one word, I would say nurture. But one one line, an empathetic nurturer who – craves understanding and communication. I love that. I love it so much. It just like fills up my freaking heart. I'm so sorry, (laughs) everybody. Honestly, this podcast is just an excuse for us to love on each other. Just want you to know. Oh, more reasons for me to fangirl about Danny. Okay. I mean, likewise, like, like that's what this is. <laughs> also, what a great thing. I mean, I, I, I know I personally love that when I see girlfriends sharing on Instagram or whatever, which just like love, love, you know, it's, love, it's, love. And it's nice to see it outside of a romantic relationship too. That's, I think, not to say that ours isn't a romantic relationship, but I mean, you guys, you never know. <laughs> we have shared a bed before. Come on so. now. Um, you, were, you had your sleeping mask and your earplugs the whole time, but like we did share a bed. I will let you guys know. She was in bed by like nine and like, good night, Cass. I love you. Goodbye. Which like nine was late for me. It was like, Whoa. I know. Kooky girl. And I just remember, I just remember like, I don't even know how you, because I felt like you were, no, I guess that's not true. You slept in more time. Like you, you would sleep in a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I just felt like you would go to bed later and you were able to wake up earlier. But the thing – oh, my gosh. I mean, I've loved you for so long. But one thing that I was like – 
this woman is actually incredible, is during our Coco retreat, our Coastal Collective retreat, and we're all hanging by the pool and enjoying a couple drinks. And there's this like lounge area under the shade and Cash just walks straight out and like past us in the pool and goes and takes a full full blown nap. I do. I'm like, I love you guys, but bye. Yeah, I need a nap. <laughs> I need a nap. And I was like, she is she she's listening to herself and her needs. <laughs> like, what is more beautiful thing? And it was just so unapologetic. Like, not that there needed to be a reason to apologize for it, but I just loved how much you were like, Yeah, no, this is what I need and I'm gonna make sure I get that. You're right. Yes, queen. And anyone who knows me knows how incredibly on brand that is. You know, (laughs) I'm not protective of many things except sleep. (laughs) My right to sleep. Yes, your right to sleep. My right to sleep, guys. Coca-Colas and your adventures. Yeah. Yeah, It was such a special time. I'm so glad we got to do that. Yeah, Danny and I, I want to say – Oh, we didn't we didn't work together for longer than a year, right? I I had like no, a yeah, bit of under it, a year. I we did your interview during June. Father's Day is like in I think it's in June, yeah. Like mid June. Anyway, mm-hmm. so that's when we did your interview. And then um our retreat was in October. And then I think yeah. I don't remember when your last month was. I think it was like Maybe beginning of January. So I decided to move on. But like I know people say this all the time, but genuinely I left with so much love for the company, for Danny, for the owner of the company, for Brooke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were sometimes- so we like you want to talk about heartbreak because we were like, we're so excited for you, but please don't leave. But like, also congratulations, but no, like, no. <laughs> I know, and I feel like that's just such a gift in itself. Like, just leave. I don't know what's worse, right? Like leaving a place you're not wanted, or leaving a yeah. place where like it's mutual. The love is so yeah. real, but sometimes you just know you gotta go a different way. In the words mm-hmm. of Gabriela Montez from High School Musical, I had to Oof, go my own way. I had to go my own way. And that's the same thing with Sydney too. Sydney, who was a social media manager at yeah. Coastal Collective and then became our freelance photographer and videographer. It's just so cool to see how much she listened to herself and mm-hmm. what she was feeling called to. And she was like, I love working at Coco, but this just isn't aligned. And mm-hmm. I, I really respected that. And it's the same yeah. thing for you too, where you're like – I love you guys and I, I like the hang, but I, I got to do me. And I was like, yeah, what a, just a thing to listen to your own calling. And yeah, I really admire that. No, I think it's also, it's just like, we are so fortunate to be, cause I know you also have like a corporate background. And so you've worked mm-hmm. in other places that haven't been mm-hmm. as nurturing or haven't trash. been as empowering. Trash. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to be like kind. And you're like, it was trash. And like, honestly, I get it. We're like, you're not encouraged to just like listen to what fits for you. I think sometimes people, they just want you to commit to the job at any cost. That's our background. Like you said, you live in Arizona with your wonderful partner and cub. Mm. I am baseless for now, just wandering (laughs) a little bit, (laughs) chronically single, a little bit afraid of commitment. Um, but not to my friends. I mm. I think that's another thing too. I feel like you are one of the people in my life that have reminded me how important adult friendships and female relationships are. They're so oh. healing. Oh, it's taken me a long time nice. to fully like know what that means and what that looks like. Oh my gosh, that I love. Thank you for sharing that because that's sometimes mm. I I. 
I, sometimes I get down on myself where I'm like, am I doing enough for my female oh. friendships? Like, am I showing up enough or am I prioritizing that? Am I pouring enough into it? Mm-hmm. And so to hear that, I'm like, oh, yes. Because I also for so long just didn't think that femininity deserved any part in my mm-hmm. life. I was just raised in such masculine energy by my yeah. dad, around my brothers. And yeah, so I, I – it wasn't until I met Miss Yanni, Yanni Ramiro. Love Ooh. her. My yeah, Yanira. She is in San Francisco and she was my first friend when I moved there. Aww. And her the way that she greeted me, she gave me chips and was like, Here, here's something to nourish you. I was like, Oh my gosh, like you're taking care of me. Yeah. And she she was totally the reason that I saw femininity. I I would say like I didn't really see femininity or feminine energy. I just didn't really have an example of that in my mm-hmm. life. And then I saw her and not only was she so fa- – I mean, you see her and you're just like you're a stunning individual, mm-hmm. like truly a stunning individual. And it would be a crime to not get to know her past that because it's like that – her looks are so beautiful and stunning. And then when mm-hmm. you get to know her, you're like, oh, that's actually the least interesting thing about you. Like she's just that. so – she's so incredible. And yeah, the way that she held space for her femininity and – her strength and mm-hmm. power and empowerment that that was really a an eye catching thing to me so that that and it op- like it just it really did open my eyes to the fact that i yeah. could use more of that in my life and i could nurture more female friendships and relationships in my life so that started in like 2019. So yeah, to hear that you that that's something you've experienced. Yeah. Like, oh, that feels really good. Hundred percent. And you and I have had so many conversations too. I think not even just um, in the female experience, but like as you go through life and you're in different seasons, you learn that there's different ways to pour into friendships and how to show mm-hmm. up. And I think it's just something I've also learned. It's like, sometimes you have to realize that certain relationships, they might not like survive this season of your life, or maybe you're looking for a different type of show of love, but it's not always clear cut, right? Like there's no one way to measure like how good of a friend you're being or how much love you're pouring into this relationship. It's just different case by case. But Mm -hmm. I think also talking to you and like when you share about your other friends too, it's good to know, like there's just different things that we experience and that's okay we have to like give each other a little bit of patience and leeway and also trust when we're like you know I love you I'm here Mm -hmm. if you aren't at a place to meet me here right Mm -hmm. now then that is what it is maybe I'll find you again totally like holding space for all the chapters or all the things that can come up yeah yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think I have – I think we all do, but I'll speak for myself. I, I definitely have friendships and female friendships specifically that I – we don't talk for so long, but yet that's mm-hmm. one of my best gals. Like one of my best friends lives in Amsterdam, and so just the time difference and everything, we don't speak as often. Mm-hmm. But she came to visit not too long ago, and she was here, and it's just you like fall right mm-hmm. back into it. Yeah, and it's like exactly. – I'm okay not having to nervously check in or or like like add some add value to that friendship all the time so because I'm afraid it's going to leave. I'm like, "No, I yeah. know that we have a strong enough bond to withstand the ebbs and flows that come with life." And exactly. and I I think the more important thing for me is that I be as true and authentic to myself so that my friends get to know me as well. So when I can like mm-hmm. the fact that I felt comfortable enough when we were supposed to have a call last week and I was mm-hmm. what, like 20 minutes late to it. 
And I, I felt very comfortable just saying like, yeah. I need, I'm, I'm overstimulated right now mm-hmm. and I need a hot shower. And I knew, I just knew that you were going to be like, girl, do that, like hold space for yourself. And I think that's like, you know, I, well, I think that's how you are anyway. You're just that kind of a person and that nurturing. But also I feel like I've done my job in showing you how I like to be loved or treated or communicated with. And not that like you have to communicate with me the way that I want to be communicated with, but you know, I think I've, I've shown you what is really important to me or, or how, how I deal or how I handle. And so because of that, I think you're like, Oh, I know what you could use right now. And yeah. So it's like, I've I've tried to do that with all my friendships, especially like if I don't want to go to something, I'm not like, oh, I can't, I'm not feeling Mm -hmm. well. I'll say like, um, thank you so much for the invite. I really just want to stay home tonight. Mm -hmm. I just want to be alone and decompress. And I've never, and none of my girlfriends that I have right now have been like, that's really selfish. They're like, (laughs) do you, you know? And I'm like, great. Okay. Yeah. And it's the same thing for them. I've told them, I'm like, you don't ever have to come up with an excuse. It's the whole thing. Like no is a full sentence. It's similar for Mm -hmm. your reason. It doesn't have to be, I'm sick, my dog work, you know, it's just like, no, me, I, I, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I need some, alone time. Like that's an answer. That's a reason. I think that's one of the things I admire the most about you. Just like how solid you are in your own like personal voice. And I've always wondered, is that something you feel you've just always innately had? I think that's (laughs) no. No? Okay. Because it's something I'm being really intentional about practicing and learning. (laughs) And I'm enjoying that process so much. And I think through that process, I see some of my other female relationships who I love so much and I just want to see them like step into the power of their voice. And mm-hmm. like you said, like no is a full sentence and the people mm-hmm. who understand you and love you, you're not fumbling for excuses. You're not fumbling for justifications. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, mm-hmm. I've always admired that about you where I'm like, oh my gosh, Danny just, but I think that's why other people match that with you because then you don't make people feel some type of way about what you're saying so then they realize, okay, I can show up to Danny and be completely honest and direct in a kind and respectful way, of course, and hold my mm-hmm. boundaries. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I think that makes a really safe relationship. Like mm-hmm. I- I've definitely felt that in friendships before where I- like let's say – I don't know. A good example is one of my girlfriends told me about how she had spent a, a long time preparing. I think it was a Friendsgiving or, or some dinner mm-hmm. or something like that. And her friend at the last minute said that they weren't going to attend and how she was really upset about it. And she was voicing her frustrations with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I, could, I can understand that. And then I said, are you going to – Are you? have you told them how you feel? And she was like, no. And I was like, That's are, me. are you are – you? Like, As a person. I was like <laughs> – Cass goes, it me. It's it's a story about Cass. No. Yeah, it was to be clear, I'm the one who's like, did you tell him you felt that way? No, of course not. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is me passive aggressively calling you out for something. No, this is this is not about you. But um but yeah, she I was like, well, uh how are they gonna know? Like how are they mm-hmm. gonna know that they quote unquote mistreated you or, or not that they mistreated you, but that you would have liked to have been treated differently. Mm-hmm. And and then so she did. She reached out and she let them know how she, she felt about it. And they were like, I'm so sorry. And they were able to say their piece as well. But then from that takeaway, like now they know what either her expectations are or how she wants yes. to be treated or why that was important to her. And they can then match that. And mm-hmm. 
yeah, I just try to have as honest and open of a relationship with anyone in my life really. But yeah, especially with girlfriends because then I think that provides a safe space. Like I'm not wondering like, oh, is she mad that I canceled? It's like, no, she'll let me know if she's mad that I canceled. And Mm -hmm. and there'll be a realness there. Yeah, for sure. I think that's like really good. That's also a good mentality where I try to remind myself of that too, where it's like, don't put words in people's mouths or don't assume you know the reasoning until they explicitly say. Because then you're just speculating and you are creating these narratives. And for what? Until anybody explicitly says anything to you. And obviously, I mean, it comes with paying attention and like knowing people. But I think sometimes we just get wrapped up in these own like little narratives that we create. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hold on, take a step back. Is this grounded mm-hmm. in any sort of reality? Or don't, Yeah. Not only these narratives that we create, but then these narratives that we create and then believe. And that, yes. that I think is the the real issue. I've, I've had this conversation with my partner where we just recently, I was having a, a rough day, like mm. overstimulated and just, I was not, I was trying to disconnect from work, but I kept feeling like I wanted to be pulled back into it. And mm-hmm. I, but then I was feeling like a bad partner because I wasn't pouring into our relationship. But then I was like, I need a couple of things just as an individual. And anyway, so I was having a, I was having a day and we'd kind of talked about it on a drive to the place that we were going. And then we get to the place and we walk in. I was so, so overwhelmed. I felt anxious and panicky and Mm. like the room was spinning. And so I just turned to him. I said, can I have the keys? (laughs) And I just went, (laughs) right back into the truck. And I was like, oh girl, like, and he, he was there to get something for himself anyway. I just Mm kind of was like along for the ride to have some time with my partner. Anyway, he got into the truck and then there was no conversation. And I, after maybe 20 minutes or so, I said, you know, if the same thing had happened to you, roles reversed, when I got into the truck, I would have checked on you and been like, Hey, are you okay? And -hmm. he was like, well, I kind of knew what was going on. And I'm like, he goes, well, because you had said this is what you were feeling like on the drive there. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, but that's still an assumption. And he was like, no, because you had just told me some information. And I said, an educated assumption is still an assumption. Yeah. Like, and, and that was what you were – the reason you think I left that um, – that store was not the reason that I left. And so, yeah, like these narratives, like I said, here coming up with them, creating them and then believing them. It's just such a problem. And the other thing is I really try to hold space of graciousness for people because Mm -hmm. I, I would say nine times out of 10, there is such a reason for someone's actions Mm -hmm. or there's an explanation of sorts. And if I come at them, like, why did you do this? And I have such an angry energy about it or upset or my pride or my ego is really speaking for me. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, their, their response, I'm like, Oh God, I feel terrible now. Cause I, I just showed you such an ugly side of me. And not only did I show that side to you, but that means that that side exists in me. Like I don't want that. So yeah, I try to give people graciousness too. Just like you probably have a reason for what you did. It's true. And I think, I mean, listen, it takes time to practice that, right? Because I think we're all like emotional beings. And I think what's hard about that when you show people that side and then you hear their reasoning and you're like, wow. So it was really completely unfounded. It was driven by me internalizing what I thought you felt about the situation or what you were going to like project onto me. And it's like, no, we just all have to be better listeners. I was talking to my cousins about that the other night. I'm like, I think, you know, 
the place to start is just being better listeners. More often than not, people like they don't necessarily need you to prescribe any sort of therapy or answers. They need you to just hear them first and mm-hmm. foremost, and then you move forward with that. Yeah. I mean, the feeling of being understood is just I, – I oh, man. I, I've even had that with my partner where he'll he'll say something and the way he words it is a way that I it, – it's it describes exactly how I was feeling, but I wasn't able to put it into words. And so when he's able to do that for me, I like it makes me cry, I would say, every time because I'm like, that's right. That is how I feel. Yay. You know, like I feel understood. I feel seen and heard. Yeah. I'm yes. My heart. And you – okay, you asked me um, – not one word, but like one sentence of like describing who I am or like the epitome mm-hmm. of me or what's mm-hmm. that for you? Oh my gosh. What is that for me? Oh, I know I gave you that question, but then questions like that one thrown back at me. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, the pressure is too much. What is the epitome of me? I think I mean, the way I will answer that is like what drives me and the things I do. And it's A, I will say curiosity and like a lot of love for the world around me and just like this need to want to share that love with other people. Not necessarily like me loving them, which yes, is very important to me, but I think like just one of my favorite ways of moving through the world is just appreciating things, like appreciating strangers, appreciating the ability to travel, appreciating getting a little like text from you it could be like the randomest thing but I'm like just being able to slow down and be fully present in your life and look for those things because I really just think Mm -hmm. it gives you this like fuller experience of life and I I wish everybody could see the world that way you know and that's that's what drives me whenever people ask me like even in terms of work because I work in social media right like that's how you and I met I always say I'm more so just driven by connecting people and storytelling that's what Ooh. is the driver of my work. That's how I kind of ground it. I'm like, how am I going to be an effective social media manager? It's about telling stories, right? Yeah. How am I going to build communities? It's about hearing people out, connecting them, listening to people. That's what I would say defines me. What, like, how deep. Holistic. I know. I'm like, what a holistic approach to social media. Like what that <laughs> you talk about like connecting people and mm-hmm. then telling their stories. Like, yes. And I've had that conversation with people because I I, I got to, I mean, when Instagram first started, and I totally mm-hmm. remember when it first started. Oh my God. Yes, same. With those filters and yes. with like that janky ass layout and oh. like colors. Oh my gosh. Yes, those were those were the days. I I loved that because I was like, oh, a creative outlet. This is amazing. And mm-hmm. then so many people joined it. And then there was, you know, th- there was a platform for people to be seen by a lot of people that aren't in their immediate circle. So people who don't yeah. necessarily know them entirely and then also provide judgments or comments or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, like there was that, I think it started with more negativity and then it's becoming, at least to me, it feels like it's becoming a little more wholesome. I but. Think so. What I've noticed is it's more about me 
protecting my space. Like I used to follow more accounts and I don't follow as many accounts. And I I think about like each account that I follow, I'm like, what does this one provide me? Does it provide me with inspiration or does it provide me with some, a reminder of like how to take care of myself? Does it give me cool recipes to try? Like how does this fuel me as an individual and not like pull from me as an individual? And so I think that I get that question a lot with people. They're like, oh, social media, it's such a negative space or whatever. I shouldn't give them that tone. I shouldn't. I should. Some people will say that, but now, but I. But those people are real, though. Let's be honest. Those people yes. are real. And now, now you know how I view and how I see them. But, but there are people who are say social media is such a negative space. How do you deal with that? Or you know, do you, what do you think about? having your career be in that. And I always say the same thing. I'm like, social media is what you make it. If you are following these accounts that bring you down or that are bickering with you or whatever, then it's like, that's your space to protect. So I love that you gave it an even more holistic, like connecting people and telling their stories. That's, yeah, so beautiful. And I love that you've been able to do that from, it's something that is like a core value of yours or something that is true to you and you're you're experiencing and expressing that through your work. I think that's that's I to me that's kind of a, like such a goal to to be able to have fulfillment in in your job. I definitely I feel fulfillment in my job in the sense that I get to lead and coach and train coming from my background where I did not get great coaching and training. Um, there, there's a couple in there, like Darren Rhodes from Yoga Oasis. He is forever a teacher, mentor, guide, friend. Like he's, he's definitely, yeah, like somebody I very, I hold in such high respect. But yeah, there's been a lot of crappy ones along oh, the way, I'm sure. and we will Ugh. cover that too. We've worked so many different places. <laughs> yes, gosh, that's an episode in and of itself. Absolutely, it really is. But it really yeah. Is. Um, I wanted to talk about the voice where you're like, has that always been something that you've had? Yes. And that what made me think of that is I, I, the reason that I even started to find that voice is because of bad leadership. And so that, that whatever thought I was going with completely yeah. got derailed by that Damn other it. one. But I love it. That's why we're here. But we'll put a pin. We'll put a pin in that and mm. save it for the more. If we want to do corporate talk, that would be or career Ooh, yeah. corporate talk. That that would be a good. I one. love those things. I think we will definitely have to cover that because yeah, people need to see that there's different ways to maneuver your path and like end up yes. where you want to end up. Mm-hmm. Mm, but I guess we could ask each other a question that we could answer to end. I it. like that. Sure. Mm, okay. I, I'd like to know how you not necessarily want to conduct yourself for the rest of the day, but how, how do you want to show up for the rest of the day? How do I want, that's such a great question. How do I want to show up? Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for the, thank you for your question, Danny. (laughs) I want to show up for the rest of my day with gentleness. And I don't mean gentleness in like the way I'm holding myself, but almost in like a pace that's not rushed, not alarmed, not worrying about things that don't need to get done right now or not, um, not that I'm an alarmist, but like I'll have things on my to-do list and I'll be like thinking about them, thinking about them and not doing anything about them. And then I realize you were worrying for nothing. The task, when you get it done, it'll be done. And so I think for the rest of my day, like this was the thing that was, you know, they say, oh, I have one appointment and everything else. I'm not thinking about that was this for me but 
I have my nephew downstairs, my aunt and uncle, and really there's nothing else that's so pressing right now. Mm. And so what's important to me is just be present and enjoy Mm. it because there's no fire that needs to be put out. I'm like at this place in my career where I'm not like on the clock being called into meetings, no heavy, hard-hitting deadlines. And so Mm. gentleness, gentleness Mm. and being present. Mm. I, I love, love that. Mm. I love that. Now, a question for Miss Danny. Miss Danny, Danny, Danny. What is something that you are going to take away from this week? Because fun fact for everybody listening, Thursdays are Miss Danny's Friday. So what Hello. is something that you're going to leave behind in this week? And next week you're going to be like, you know, I didn't like that about last week. And so I'm going to make some adjustments. Okay, can I answer this for that like literal thing for last week and this week? Yeah, tell me. Because that's yes. so that's so applicable and on the nose. Okay, so last week I did not do a good job setting my own personal boundaries within work. So okay. I was just any anybody that needed me or needed my help or wanted mm-hmm. my insight on something, I was there. And that's completely okay and that's why I'm that's a big portion of my job, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of people at once. And so normally it's like one or two, but this time it was like nine <laughs> people. Oh my gosh. Really <laughs> needed my attention. I was like, ah. even one or two is wild, but like nine. <laughs> yeah. It's it a lot of a lot of things. And so I kept pushing my own personal boundary. And it, what would happen is like my boyfriend would come home and instead of stopping work to go say hi to him, like maybe mm-hmm. I'd stop and get dinner, but then I'd go right back into work and I'd, I I was working pro- like 12 hour days and oh that's gosh, much Danny. longer than I normally do. Um, and I got so in the thick of it that I completely lost myself in it. And I also was not serving everyone as well as I possibly could because I wasn't pouring into myself. So I was missing things. I was uh, like not communicating things very well, or I wasn't seeing the full picture of something. So when I'd give advice, it wasn't really that great advice. And I just started to know, I was like, oh. and then I started to get really down on myself. I'm like, you're not good at this. And you're no, letting people spiraled. down. This <laughs> spiraled totally. And I said that on my, <clears throat> I think starting Monday of this week, I said, I'm going to be more firm about my personal boundaries and not exceeding those like I, I'm going to make time for my walks. I'm going to make time for yoga. Yeah. I'm going to log off and not log back on just because I can. Because obviously working from home, it's like, well, I just could. And I was like, I could, but I could also – because it feels like quote unquote free time. Like if I'm making dinner, that feels like free time. And it's like, no, that's making dinner. <laughs> like that's, that's <laughs> a thing. <laughs> so That's a thing I, that you need to do. It's not like a built-in. You're like, oh, this is my yeah. break. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not really optional. Like no, making dinner is a part of life and living. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, instead of grabbing something really quick to snack on at my desk during dinner time, I'm going to – I'm going to be there if my partner is able to have a conversation with me because like I respect he works too. So I, I don't want to just be like, I'm ready to talk. Are you? But um, it worked out really well. And I, this week has felt so, so much better. And I've noticed myself leading better and giving better advice and feeling better myself and not feeling so like in, intertwined into work. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is no, no one at work was asking me to do that. That was because I wasn't, I wasn't listening and setting my own boundaries and then adhering to them. So yeah, that, that's something that I let go of last week and brought into this week. I'm proud of you. I'm proud Thank of you. you. Thank you so Good much. job. Come on, guys. Thank you. 
Oh. When Danny told me this story last week, I told her, I'm like, Danny, it's just like not our fault that you are the all-knowing being because I worked at the same company and I would do the same thing. I'd be like, Danny, I'm sorry. I just, I need your guidance. I need your answers. You have all the answers all the time. But when you said nine people, I'm like, it's a testament to how amazingly the company has grown. But I'm also like, nine children basically. there's a lot it's so no, not, yeah no, not to discredit the amazing women working there but no I told yeah, her it's it's not even a discredit on their work performance i told Danny mm-hmm. it's just inevitable that they would want mm-hmm. some Danny time that that's really kind of you thank you and yeah i mean like that's if that's something that brings me so much fulfillment and joy like mm-hmm. i like being there i like being able to help i yeah. like providing a service so yeah they they're very important to me, um, but I also just need to prioritize myself as well. So yes, I did. I'm so proud of us. I'm so excited for whatever this is going to be, but I'm so excited by what it already is. I, I know, know we could record on and on and on. Yeah. What but- do we say? We're like, the intro is going to be 20 minutes, 45 minutes later. <laughs> 45 minutes. Listen, half of this might end up on the cutting room floor. It's fine. There you go. It's okay. It might, it's maybe it's okay. just for us. It's exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But to whoever this finds, I hope you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. This is just the beginning. I hope mm-hmm. you leave with some sort of warm feeling in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, we are internet people most of the time, so you can always reach us, slide into our DMs, ask mm-hmm. any questions that you may mm-hmm. have for us. Yeah, but that would be great to be able to just – yeah, I would love to have people listen to the podcast and then reach out and with their thoughts or comments or something they yeah. wanted to follow up on. Like that would be amazing. That would be so. everything. But yeah, like wait. you said, I hope it felt like a warm – I don't want to say a warm hug because I've heard that before and sometimes it lands really well with me and other times I'm like, ooh. But- Is it like when people say moist? You're like, I feel yeah. really uncomfortable right now. Yeah, like it really, it really depends on who it comes from that I'm like, no. I don't. I didn't receive that super well. I feel a little violated. I'm really yeah. sorry, guys. I don't want to violate you. I want you to know yeah, consent like, is sexy. I think. I think like hug maybe, but the fact that it's a warm hug, like that something <laughs> yeah. about that is just like, ooh, that was a little descriptive. But I do. I I hope it feels like a sigh of relief, and I hope there was some laughter, at least a smile yeah. on your face, and I hope you feel light. And I yeah, I just I hope you feel seen or heard in some way, shape, or form. I know I do. So hopefully it transcends the internet. It transcends audio. And we're just like so excited. And hopefully you guys come back for more. Come back. What do we do? We say like, subscribe, and follow. <laughs> like, subscribe. And what do they say? Catch us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, and we'll right figure now that's- that out, guys. We'll figure – we'll iron it out. Okay? It's day one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Where's Our Intern, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can join the conversation by following us on Instagram and TikTok at Where's Our Intern Pod. And last but not least, if you really, really enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. It would absolutely make our day. Till next time.